0: Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 104.7 Triple M.
1: So one quick story. Mm. My dad rarely took us, we rarely went to the show as kids because we have four kids, very expensive. Mum's friend would always go and mum would give her a list of the show bags and then, you know, Joe would get them for us. But dad, one day when we were about 24, Mm. I was 24, sorry, my siblings were a bit older, get a call from dad. Hey, love, uh, we're singing. We'll go to the show. And I went, what? He goes, meet you down the gate. Got your tickets. We'll just have a fun day out, family and everything. He must have been on a good wicket. His tax had come back in or something. I don't know what it was. But we we all went down Mm -hmm. and we're all running around. Dad went on a roller coaster. He'd never do that and all this stuff. Me and my sister were laughing and smiling. And then we went, oh, my God. And we looked at each other and, oh, my God, he's dying.
0: Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) What's he going to tell us?
1: This is his dying wish, he's, isn't it? Yep. To take the family up for a day. But mm-hmm. no, he just he just won on the horses. What a, um, but
0: <laughs> what, what a poor wish that would have been as well. <laughs> the Royal Adelaide Show could have taken us to Queensland, ass.
1: He's a simple man with simple pleasures.
0: Uh, anyway, we're talking about this because, well, Peter Dutton, he's, yeah. he's been in the news this week and he's having a real crack at a Dagwood dog, which oh. is a Royal Adelaide Show favourite. And uh, it's an unflattering <laughs> image to put it politely. <laughs> And uh, he's received a lot of texts about this. He said here, most of my mates are actually pretty rapid fire texting me, like, what the F? But anyway, what do you do? Yeah. Mark? Because this is the thing, Loss. And I'm very strong on the opinion that I think it's very, very tough to make eating a dad with Dagwood
1: dog look flattering. You, there's no correct way to have a crack at the dog. I disagree. What? There is a way. But you have to be a bit of an abstract thinker to get there. okay So most people are going the icy pole route, which the oh, icy pole route sorry, okay where they put it in the mouth like you would a banana. so right. going in horizontally into the mouth. okay. What you have to do is you have to approach it less like a banana and more like a cob of corn. Oh so you go you're nearly turning it around. You're turning it on its on its side. side. And you're eating it from the side,
0: okay? See, for me, I've got alarm bells going off my head straight away. Why? Gravity.
1: What do you if mean? If you go too much on top, yeah. I believe
0: the, the essence
1: That's of right, the- That's why, Tomo. Yeah. We have opposable thumbs as human beings, and we can twist the dog around as we right. nibble, and that way, we're not dropping off the bottom, okay? okay so
0: another red flag. So, obviously, <laughs> you, you you got the stick- <laughs> In your left hand, yep. but then in your right, mm. you're touching the dog.
1: No, because you nibble that bit off oh. so that the stick's poking oh, so you've got it. both. Yeah. So you Kebab. Yeah. <laughs> Kebab. Yeah. Does it change with sauce? Uh, you've got to be careful with the sauce. And I ask them not to dip dob my Dagwood dog. I, okay. I don't want them to dip it right in. Yep. I like sauce on the side, so mm. I can distribute the sauce. But this way, you're going to avoid any embarrassing sort of phallic... Sort of suggestive yeah. moves, yeah.
0: Have we just spent four minutes talking about how to eat a <laughs> Dagwood dog?
1: That's why they <laughs> bury this show at this time, mate.
0: But right now, I've got to talk about something that I heard throughout the week on Rue Dits and Logs, which yeah. is flying just quietly.
1: Yeah, it's all right.
0: Now, <clears throat> the rumour mill. There was a rumour that got sent in about Alastair Clarkson, right, that mm. next Monday he will uh, sign at the North Melbourne Football Club and take over mm. as the head coach, okay? Yeah. And uh, your response, I thought, was quite staggering. Let's have a listen.
1: Okay. Now, there's been a lot of talk about this, and I've had people stopping me in the street for a long time saying, he's going here, he's going there. Yep. Why is this rumour better than the other ones we've heard? Why do you trust this one?
0: Now, I have to ask, who has stopped you in the street to talk about <laughs> Alastair Clarkson's contract and his whereabouts for 20- 2023?
1: <laughs> when I it stopped in the street is yeah. obviously an expression. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I'll tell you where it happened. It was at the Sounds by the River. Um, Up at Madam. Yeah, where your mate, Dave Gleeson, played. Yeah. I had that many people who, they didn't, I now you're making it, <laughs> <laughs> now you're making me admit uh, that people recognise uh, me, which yeah. I don't want to have yeah, to do, because yeah, yeah. no one's ever recognised me before, yeah. except when they're talking about Clarko. Oh, Really? They, people were telling me that they bought he would bought a house in Lockleys that mm-hmm. his kids was enrolled. So I just yep. wanted to know why this time it was being told on the rumour mill and not the other time. Now, your
0: history in sports has been poor. Like I think that's fair to say. Don't like, play it. I, I've worked with you obviously at a, at another radio station where sport wasn't at the forefront, but here at Triple M it is. Yeah. And um, well, I had
1: my chance to thrive there. Yeah. And now that you're in your wheelhouse, yeah. I'm the freak who yeah. doesn't know what's going on. Well, used to be you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I had no idea about dance movies, <laughs> and music, or movies or anything. But
1: dance movies. <laughs> Well, as you said, you've never seen Greece. (laughs) That's
0: right. Exactly. But I think your involvement in in sport's been, you know, quite good this year. (laughs) Big Texan, he's not even allowed to play (laughs) troll games. Mm. So he's going to have to come in first up from a spell in round four,
1: dits. How old are his kids? They're really little. They wouldn't be able to play in the backyard with him and get him in
0: shape. Oh, let's just stay out of the sport. (laughs) Stephen, who says there are two premiership bulldogs who will be at the Crows next year.
1: What? I know a lot of women around town who would hope that it would be Bailey Smith. That was me. Mm. He's an Adonis. Mm-hmm. He's carved from gold. <laughs> an NBA star, Ben Simmons, no. isn't doing himself any favours. He's copping no. flat, and He's turned up to the Brooklyn Nets game and said
0: he's got a sore back.
1: Did I hear he wants to play cricket? Ben Simmons.
0: <laughs> really? Oh, Loz, you've had a monster weekend.
1: <laughs> Did I dream that? I'm going to look that up. Mm. You guys carry on.
0: You need to look that up. Mm. And if you've got that (laughs) wrong, you might get suspended. (laughs) Mm. Breaking news, Ben Simmons signs (laughs) with the Redbacks and Clarko's coaching.
1: (laughs) I was stopped in the street, they told me.
0: What did you think was cool as a kid? And we're doing this off the back of your nephews and nieces. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, they're actually pretty, they're, they're all right, but just the youth culture. So uh, when I hang out with them and mm. their friends, I'm just always amazed by the trends. Yep. And it reminds me when I was young, the things that I would do to make me seem cool or okay. whatever. So at the moment with kids in that sort of age bracket between 10 and 18, I'd say, yep. mullets, massive yes, and socks and slides, but socks that come up like halfway the leg, they're sort of like... Near knee highs, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but like, they're sports socks with a Nike tick. Yeah. And then they'll cross, cross contaminate with an Adidas slide. Yeah, which that's just it. Blows my mind. Yeah, for sure. But when I was a kid, you would be pummeled to death on mm. the playground if you had socks halfway up your leg. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Because for me and all of my friends, and I think a lot of other kids, the lower the ankle sock, yep. the higher the social status. Also known as the socket. <laughs> the socket. Yep. If you. Okay, so. If you had a socket, yep. A, your parents were on board with you being cool and they let you ha- do what you want, correct. And B, you were like probably athletic mm. and sporty and you had nice tanned mm. calves. Mm. My parents refused. Uh, I mean, refused to get me ankle socks. Is that right? I don't know why they, they like. It's, it's just as easy to buy an ankle sock as it is to buy one in the mid calf If not cheaper, if not cheaper. Yep. So what I used to do was wait for Mum to drop me off because she she would get she would get mad at me. Yeah. If I rolled them down. Yep. So I rolled these socks down every yep. single day of my life and I would tuck them into my you, sneaker. You roll
0: it down sort of like the outside of the calf, like yeah. you're rolling up a tallyo. Yeah, you? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I do. Reminds <laughs> me of some other things too. So you roll it down and then you tuck it. And then you'd be uncomfortable all day oh. because the pressure between the shoe and the ankle yep. was immense.
0: Worth it all though.
1: What, exactly. Mm. Social status because of the ankle sock. What did you do?
0: So I had, I had plenty growing up. So, okay. uh, and, and and I'll stick with the uniform one, but trackies nowadays, you want the slim fit trackies mm. that sort of look <laughs> oh, like yeah. skins, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you, yeah. The, they were the best. Yep. Not back in the day. No. You wanted the three-stripe Adidas. Loose To go buggery. over yeah. the top of the uh, the skate shoe yep. was always good and what you wanted was the back of the trackie down yep. to be underneath Und- dragging shoe. On the shoe yeah. you yeah. wanted it wet yep. you wanted it ripped yeah. the more wet and ripped it was <laughs> the cooler you were I don't know why but that's true see I used to have my uh, brother's pair so hand me yeah, which were fantastic because yep, yep. they were a little bit big and mum and dad going oh you'll grow into it and I just said do. oh I want this ripped to buggery <laughs> like absolute buggery
1: sadly you never did grow into it <laughs> no I didn't Actually, standing at a massive
0: 154 (laughs) centimeters wide.
1: (laughs) What? So when you were, yeah, you you wanted to look like Fred Durst on stage at Woodstock '99. Oh, there you go. That's a nice little topical tie-in. It is, isn't it? Yep. But that was the vibe. All right. One triple three five three. Or hit us up on the text line. Oh four triple eight five one oh four seven. What did you think made you cool as a kid? What were your little things that you did? Yep. Did you slick your hair back like me and then just have two, I'm going to call them um, two like walrus teeth of hair. Oh, yeah. Gelled. Yeah. Just like rock hard. Just like sticking down the face.
0: five one oh yeah. four seven. what did you think was cool as a kid?
1: Um, Joe's texted and said that the bigger the puffiness of the globe shoe. Oh, yeah. The, the tongue in the sneaker the d c and the globe the yeah. d c and the globe the higher they puffed up, the mm-hmm. cooler it was, so what you'd do is you 'd like loosen the laces to buggery yep. and then you 'd tie a big knot and stick it under the tongue, yes. so the tongue poked right out
0: yeah that 's good,
1: and you'd jog to get the bus, and your shoes would fall off. Yeah. I mean do you they...
0: know I made a mind with the tongue laws mm. you know how you get new shoes and you 've got a like a paper sort of pushed into them so yeah. they kept a little bit of the paper and tucked it underneath his sock oh, at the front of it, so it pushed uh, up the tongue a little bit more.
1: Desperate times. Desperate
0: times. Didn't do it every day, but a couple of times, and I'm like, that's a tongue that is worth looking at.
1: Sometimes you look at kids these days and you go, oh, they're so weird, all their trends, and mm. then you think back and you're like, no, no, we were messed up yep. too.
0: Um, and people would know this living in the country. This is another text that has come through here from uh, Jim at Tanunda, Sour Sobs. <gasps> Yep.
1: Sour oh. sobs were so cool. So
0: the people in the burbs mm. wouldn't understand what a sour sob is. Is mm. it's a it's a yellow sort of flower. Yeah. They come out sort of winter spring, don't yep. they? They're not all year round, but yep. eating those and they were sour as all hell. A long they?
1: sort of green shoot and then a little tiny what well, it looks it. like almost a daffodil on Correct. the end. And the, the the so for me, the thicker the base of uh-huh. the root and the sort of more pale the base was. My mouth's filling up with saliva thinking yeah. about you'd bite into that. Yep. And just Oh, they were sour. Why did we enjoy that so much? No
0: idea. But I, it brought back memories the other day. I went for a walk with my partner Charlie out at a sort of Victor Harbour in Counter Bay and looked up the top in the paddock and I sour sob. I said, Do you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I went up there. I grabbed one out. I had a bite. Oh, God, it brought back some great times.
1: And now you're single. <laughs> Now, I had a message from a friend the other day. I said, can I call you? I've got some exciting news. She's moved up to Sydney. She's an actress. She studied at the fancy NIDA place. Nice. And so she's now graduated and she's out looking for work. Yeah, cool. And she goes, I've got to call you. I've got news. Answer the phone. She goes, I've got a part. And she's explaining the part to me. And it's mm. this Broadway production. or well, not Broadway, but like on, on stage yeah, production. Yeah, cool. Very exciting. And I said, so, w- w-, you know, she goes, well. I said, so who are you? She goes, well. I'm the main character's understudy. Main character. Oh, God. And I went, uh, oh. Yeah. And I just realised in that moment yep. the torture mm. of being an understudy. Mm. Is there anything crueler to do to anyone on the planet no, than to they. almost give them the main role? Yep. Like you've got to learn the whole thing. Yeah. You've got to learn every line. But to stand in the rafters yeah. and watch night after night after night someone else doing the role that you just aren't quite good enough to do. Mm. Okay. So what? They get sick. You go on. Everyone in the audience disappointed to see you.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing, isn't You're it? You are not
1: the one that they wanted to see. It's
0: like being the fill-in, isn't yeah. it? It's like being the fill-in for, you know, a, a lot of things obviously, but the the thing that interests me, so when she said on the main characters, you would have been up, oh, you would have yeah. nearly cut her off at character oh. And yeah. then you went down when you yeah, said understudy. understudy. See, I wouldn't have even brought it up. What do you mean? I, w- I would not have even brought it up to someone. Like you can't, you can't gloat about that. I don't you think you
1: think that she's out of line gloating about being an being understudy.
0: an understudy. It's yeah. not bragworthy. No, that's right. She's
1: getting paid. It's technically an acting job.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> just
1: no one's gonna see it. No,
0: it's acting she, from wish. She... <laughs> that's what it is. See, if I was her, I'd be, I'd be going back. I'd be coming back to Adelaide and just finding another
1: job. Give up on the dream. Oh, she's the straight-to-DVD version of the main girl. Isn't <laughs> there you go. That's
0: what it is. <laughs> there you go. Right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz-Off. Righto, Lozzy. How's this game work, please?
1: A beautiful UK correspondent and producer, Alicia. Hello. You are going to give us a category and a letter, yes. and we're going to say the first thing we can possibly think of that fits into both the category and yeah. the letter. Yeah. Can you give us an example, please? Uh, Name a street in the CBD starting with the letter P. Pulteney. Oh, Oh, you got in first. (laughs) There you go. Thought I'd throw a curveball. I like just, it. Well, just the trial round, mate. So don't get too excited. <laughs>
0: oh my! This has been brutal for the last month. Like yeah. I, I think, I reckon <laughs> it was. It down a bit. I reckon it was a little bit ho hum there for a bit. The weekend breaky buzz off. But you've brought some real energy and anger to this segment.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot going on in my personal life. <laughs> mm. Um, so a win in this is a lot. It yeah. means a lot to me. <laughs> Which is incredible. <laughs> it's very sad, isn't it? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right, best of five. Yep. Mm. Name something you would order at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Starting with the letter P. Peas. Sure. Peas? Yeah, you would. You can get peas. I'm not going into a Chinese restaurant and ordering peas. Try it, mate. It's good. (laughs) I would have taken, you know, prawn crackers. Or or peas, like you did. So let's move on to the next question. Yeah, he gets that, but I'd be embarrassed (laughs) if I said peas. You
0: could say Pepsi. (laughs)
1: could say anything. Anyway. Well, what if they're a coke vending sort of operator? All right. Operated, uh, moving it up. Up, <laughs> Just,
0: yeah, a bit of harsh mate. <laughs>
1: Name something that you'd find at the gym, starting with the letter D. Dumbbells. Oh! <laughs> I couldn't think of him when I was going to call him Ding Dongs. Or Derek Ding-dong. at about
0: 180 kilos. He's <laughs> trying his best. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> juiced up to 100%. the ends of the earth.
0: Dylan, 10 years ago, shredding for stereos. Yeah. That was him.
1: Now he doesn't know what he's shredding for. No, nah,
0: that's... But he knows he has <laughs> exactly. to shred. He's hoping Woodstock comes <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> Big day out. <laughs> All right. All right. Is this the
0: winner? For the winter, though. Sounds like it, yeah. Well, as you need to catch up, mate.
1: I'm... Tr- yeah. <laughs> I'm just not feeling it today, but I'm going to give it my everything.
0: All right. Name a dog breed. Oh, come on. Starting with the letter... D. Dalmatian. No! Yep. Have you ever noticed uh, when you're growing up that you start to, or you'd inherit some traits from your parents? Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, you, and you, you hated it as a kid. Yep. And then you start doing it, and you're like, you double take yourself. You're like, "What the hell did I just say? Or what the hell did I just do?" So we were kids, okay. I reckon I was maybe five. My younger brother Ben was three, and my older brother James would have been ten. So we're, we're all yeah, that's right. <laughs> so three of us under ten years of age, okay. Yeah. And Mum come home one day with a treat for all of us. All yeah. right, we all got a cherry ripe bar. Oh, okay. And Dad got one too. Yeah. So we were all eating it, and I don't like cherry ripes. I was five years old. Mm. Uh, this is the first time I ever had one. I didn't like it. It's
1: almost like they buy the least likeable chocolate on
0: purpose. There's a little bit of that.
1: I don't know why they do that to you.
0: all three of us didn't really like the Cherry Ripe, but then Dad tried to make us feel good and he goes, it's good. He goes, I love the Cherry Ripe and he ate it, okay? Yeah. So Mum heard that bit of the conversation (laughs) about Dad loving Cherry Ripes. (laughs) So for the next, this is no word of a lie, 18 years, okay, <laughs> the next 18 years, any time that mum would get a treat for the kids or a treat for dad, <laughs> she'd get him a cherry ripe.
1: Oh, y'all see ya. he
0: put on a facade for 18 years. He just ate the cherry ripe and never said a thing.
1: Oh my God.
0: Never said a thing. And I'm starting to get into that phase right now.
1: What? Just straight up lying to your partner? No,
0: no, no, not lying, but- um, my beautiful girlfriend, uh, well, partner, Charlie. Fiance. Fiance, yeah. Moved into the, the uh, fiance part of the world. Um, makes, my, makes me a sandwich every now and then, Loz. Makes me a roll for lunch. Uh-oh. And uh, she's put on this honey mustard at times. And uh, she asked me, she said, what do, you, what do you think of the honey mustard? And oh, I no. said, look, I actually like it. And deep down, 100% I liked it, okay? I was stoked with it. I'm just like, what's this different... You know, change it up from the mayonnaise, you know? But God... She's really dolloping it on now. <laughs> like it's, it's, a, it's a ham and cheese roll without the ham and cheese it feels like and it's just dolloped on this honey mustard and I don't have the plums to tell her that we just need to dial back a little bit yeah. on the honey mustard. Mate, every time I open up the Glad Wrap, it's like it's bleeding yellow. <laughs> it's oozing out.
1: Oh, mate. What
0: do I do? Do I just grin and bear it for the next 18 (laughs) like me old man? Or do I come up with the courage and the gumption and say, Charles, we're going to do something about this.
1: Well, I mean, obviously you're talking about it on radio, so that'll deal with it. (laughs) No, she listens to this show. Oh. (laughs) Or anything we do. Is it me? (laughs) No, it's you, isn't it? Yeah. I grew up with a mother like this. I said one time that I liked a certain kind of muffin and I had that muffin every single day for 12 years. So yep. Like you just the worst part is is that once you go too far with it, you know you're going to break their heart <sighs> by revealing the truth. But you don't want to be ungrateful, do you? You know be ungrateful, but the longer it goes on, the more important that you keep it to yourself it is because mm. by that eight, 12 year mark, if I had turned around and said to mum, I don't actually like that muffin, she would have gone. So for the last 12 years, yeah. I've been baking something that not only right. takes effort, yep. but you're not even enjoying it and At you're all. lying to me yeah. about it. It's, it's total betrayal. Lots. I opened up the fridge this morning, <laughs> fresh
0: unopened jar of honey mustard. <laughs>
1: Oh, you're in, baby. You're in for the long haul. I've only got 16 years to go. (laughs) So it was revealed in shocking um, fashion that you have not seen the movie Grease. Oh. Oh, O-N-J.
0: So we lost a superstar this week, mm. obviously. But And look, well known for Greece and so many other things. Ranidoo. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. like she was a star, absolutely, no doubt. Beautiful. But I've never seen Grease though, which is extraordinary.
1: I just find it amazing that you avoided it because growing up, it was on everyone's televisions at all times. When I, whenever I went to a sleepover, people would chuck it on. Whenever they wheeled in the TV for, you know, free time at school, yeah. Grease, which now that I think about it, highly inappropriate. So I'm going
0: to be brutally honest here and pull back the curtain on this. What's it about? Because I have no idea.
1: <laughs> you want me to explain? what Yeah, Greece just is quickly. About? Just
0: give me the premise.
1: Okay. So Sandy is a girl from Australia. that's okay. set in the 1950s in a in an American high school. Right. She spends. I can't believe I'm explaining the premise of Grease mm. to you. She explain it. She she spends the summer. Um, on a beach with Danny, she meets at the beach. They, they're in love, they and have, Danny's John Travolta. That's right. Okay. They have the best time. None of his friends are around. None of her friends are around, and they can just be themselves. Like right? it? Some are love. Then she's going back to Australia, and she, oh, I just don't know if I'll ever see you again, Danny. Sandy. Oh yeah. Don't <laughs> no, say that,
0: e- Sandy. E- explain it. Don't act <laughs> it.
1: Anyway. Turns out she is staying, and she's going to be at Rydell High. Okay. And because he's pretended, well, not pretended, he's been this sweetheart all summer, but he's actually a total bad boy at school. Right. He then has to go into this, like, she was just a chick mode, breaks her heart. Then they're sort of spending the rest of the movie, will they, won't they. They both change who they are totally to get the other one's attention. And she goes from being a nice, good girl to smoking cigarettes and wearing tight leather pants. I like
0: it. Yeah, and I, they fly
1: off in a car at the end. They fly off in a car at <laughs> in the end. Inexplicably. I like this. Also, the whole cast is in their mid-40s <laughs> and pretending to be in high school. Perfect. That's yeah.
0: my kind of movie. Saturday Night Sorted Tonight, I'll give you the strong tip. But what we want to do is... What movie have you never seen? So, I've never seen it, and I don't even understand the the premise. It's even sound... though
1: I just explained it perfectly. Yeah,
0: that's right. Well, sorry, before that, I've never heard of it <laughs> or anything. So, what movie have you never seen? And you've come up with a bit of a list, because I'm not that big of a movie dude.
1: I tried to get involved in this break, but I have seen every movie. You yeah, have, but you've got a lot of spare time where you put the movies on. I make time mm. to watch movies. Don't make me sound like I'm just sitting at home watching movies all day. Okay. <laughs> what do you usually (laughs) do when Rudits and Loz is finished? Oh, there's a nap in there too somewhere. Make a bit of pasta. I've (laughs) this. I'm tired, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Carrying Dits. (laughs) I'm kidding. Dits carries me. It's very obvious. Um, I can't say anything about them because they will use it against me, so I'm going to shut my mouth. Yep. So what I've decided to do is I've seen all the movies. I've put together a list of what I consider to be the big wigs. Okay. The classics. Movies that everyone's seen, mm-hmm. and I want to see if you've seen them. Okay. If you haven't seen Grease, then you might not have seen some of these Okay, two. let's see how
0: we go. Have
1: you seen The Godfather?
0: Nope.
1: You've never seen The Godfather? Have no. you seen Scarface?
0: Yes, I have. Yep, I've seen that. I'm sure you've seen Rocky. Uh, I ha- only Not all of them, but I've seen one of them, one or two of them, yep. Rambo. Nope. No. Star Wars. Nope. Oh! Never seen Star Wars, but I hate it. I hate all that crap.
1: Pulp Fiction. Nope. What? Forrest Gump. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you remind me of Forrest. <laughs> Sound of Music. Yes. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Nope. No! Hate that too. Matrix. No way. What? Hate that too. Fight Club. Half? Half?
0: Yeah. So
1: you don't know that they're the same bloke at the end, or? No, I
0: have no idea.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spoiler alert from '99. <laughs> seen? We've asked people to send in, you know, what movie haven't you seen? Probably that everyone's seen. Uh, Sarah said, I've never seen Star Wars, Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings, and I've never been happier. Oh, wow. Okay. Real, just look at me there. See,
0: I'm not very much of the the sci-fi unit, but Harry Potter I adore.
1: I think one of the great things about you, and one of of the only things I actually like about you, is (laughs) how much you know about Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I know a heap. You, you used the word animagus in conversation I once.
0: Did. I did, Oh,
1: he's an animagus. I nearly fell off my chair. <laughs> he's an animagus.
0: <laughs> what the hell? And I've never seen, I've never read the books, only seen the movies. Yeah. So but... are you a true HP fan?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's, they're different. They're, they're different. a different energy. Yep. You got any messages there?
0: Uh, yeah, whole heaps come through. Jason sent through. he goes, I'm 32 years old, I lived in the country all my life and I've never seen Happy Gilmore. Oh.
1: See, so that's incredible. See, th- those, I've sort of said more dramas, but there are comedies, like, if you haven't seen Anchorman, yeah. where have you been?
0: Yeah, Anchorman's a big one. Remember when they tried to bring it back, like, Anchorman 2? When does, well, that's a whole other break, but when has the sequel actually beaten the original?
1: Once in the history of humankind. What? Shrek 2. No, yes. uh,
0: Nah, don't yeah. agree. Don't agree. Shrek 1 was tremendous.
1: Yeah. And sh- Shrek 2 was better. I don't think it was. Mate, you've seen in total four movies <laughs> in your life. I'm not taking your, your opinion. Okay, all right, fair enough.
0: <laughs> what side of the bed are you on? So as I'm lying down and looking yep. at the ceiling, mm-hmm. if I'm lying down looking at the ceiling, I'm on the left-hand side.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now, you know what they say? What's that? They say in the bed, subconsciously, the person who sleeps on the right-hand side mm-hmm. and the person who sleeps on the left-hand side have very different Traits and they are very different in the relationship. Apparently, the person who sleeps on the right hand side is more of the financial planner okay. and in charge of the finances. Yep. The person on the left has better mental health and is more joyful. I don't know. Wow. That, I don't know that. Is that the study? That is the study. Now let me ask you this mm-hmm. where is the bedroom door in relation to when you're sleeping? Are you closest to the door, or is your partner Charlie closest to the door? No, nah, Charlie's closest. Okay, Charlie's closest,
0: but I'm closest to the windows.
1: Yeah, okay, that's not what I asked. Mm. Don't care about the windows because yeah, well, you, you're gonna. What are you? Th- what are you? What are you trying to say, mate? <laughs> so, and this is pretty legit. The person who sleeps closest to the door, yeah, is unspoken, but m- pretty much consistently, yeah. The protector in the relationship. Is that right? And the person who's going to defend you the best yep. and be the calmest in a break-in-enter situation or an emergency situation.
0: Is on the right?
1: Is Well, it doesn't even really matter. It's closest to the is door. Is closest to
0: the door. Well, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out.
1: So, if, if someone broke in, mm. are you cowering in the corner and Charles is protecting you with a baseball bat? Yeah,
0: just, you know, she'd be fending in the moment. <laughs> now, I don't know what's happened there because- it was strange. So when Charlie used to come up and start my house, was before we had a house together, I would be on the left-hand side and she'd be on the right, but I was closest to the door. But then when I'd go and stay at her house, okay. I'd be on the right and she'd be on the left. So I don't know how we've sort of got to this situation.
1: You know what's really sad is that in my house, mm. in my room, I'm sleeping alone. Yeah. Um, and I'm still the furthest away from the door. Yeah, so that's right. So I've basically said to myself, mm. yeah, I'm not protecting you. No, that's right. No, 100%. <laughs> if so, someone comes in, I've got no interest in standing so up. So, if, if,
0: if someone does decide to share the bed for just a, a, an evening yeah. Laura, um, yeah. where do you put him? Closest to the door? Oh, on the floor. On the floor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with the rats. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, with the millipedes. Lozan Tomo. Top of the morning for you. Triple M's weekend breakfast.